welcome back to another episode of the As Kelly Show. I am your host, Kelly Miller, independent advice columnist as well as international love and life coach. In today's episode, I'll be giving you 10 tips to help you get over someone you were never in a relationship with. But before we get into that, I would like to invite you to follow me on my socials. Follow my blog askhelinele.wordpress.com for all my previous advice on dating, relationships, and self-improvement. Follow and like my Facebook page askhelinele. Add me on Facebook, Kelinele. And if you'd like the opportunity to vote for the next topic, follow me on either Twitter at Kelinele or on Instagram at Kelly.nele. That said, let's dive into today's topic. If there is one thing more painful than getting over someone we were in a relationship with, it's getting over someone we never quite reached the finishing line with. Whether it's a school crush who rejected us or someone we dated for a few weeks or months who, like Drake, needed something different, the devastation of realizing that it was not meant to be can be shattering. It's not uncommon for people, especially those with an anxious attachment style, to ruminate on the events and find it difficult to finally close the chapter and put the book away. And difficult as it may be, it's not impossible. That said, here are 10 ways to get over someone you were never in a relationship with. The first step is to unfollow or block. As the saying goes, out of sight, out of mind. Staying in touch with or keeping tabs on our almost love can be a form of self-sabotage. By not letting go, we prolong the denial stage and keep ourselves from fully accepting that it's over and that we need to move on. In order to embark on our journey to healing, we need to take the first step, delete, unfollow, unfriend, and or block. And the second step is to admit that you're hurt. We can't overcome what we refuse to acknowledge. Claiming that we're unbothered by another failed attempt to find love creates resistance and keeps us from getting over our almost love. It's okay to admit that you're hurt. Regardless of the love affair not having been real, your feelings were. Thus, they need to be acknowledged and dealt with accordingly. The third step is to feel the feels. To quote John Green, pain demands to be felt. So feel it. Reach for the Kleenex, get the tub of ice cream, stream your favorite tear-jerking rom-com and let it all out. Sit with the pain without judgment and allow the tides to roll in and out as for as long as you need to. The fourth step is to stay away or take a hiatus from terror YouTube. Watching terror readings is another form of self-sabotage that keeps us stuck in denial. While the messages may be accurate, they can't and won't resonate with everyone. The fifth step is to let go of the fantasy. 
While getting caught up in the fantasies of what could have been is normal, it's far from helpful. No matter how much we ponder on what could have been, the truth is we can't really know. We can't know what could have been with our almost love if we barely knew who they were to begin with. The sixth tip is to stop blaming yourself. When we're blindsided by a love interest's unceremonious departure or their desire not to be with us, we often blame ourselves for not seeing it coming. Give yourself permission to forgive yourself for not anticipating the worst. After all, you're only really guilty of wanting to love and be loved. And the seventh tip is to realize that it's not you, it's them. Because rejection has the power to trigger our insecurities, such as not feeling enough, it's important that we remember that someone's inability to see our value doesn't mean that we are without value. More often than not, it's not you, it's them. They have a set of requirements just like you. When we meet someone who doesn't meet our requirements, our rejection is never an attempt to assassinate that individual's worth or self-esteem, right? Rejection is not personal. The eighth tip is to realize that rejection is divine protection. What's meant for us cannot evade us. Rejection, as shattering as it may be, can be a good thing. Rejection is simply what catapults us into the direction of what or who is meant for us. The ninth tip is to release. After sitting in our fields for a while, the next step is to tell ourselves that we are willing to release by literally affirming it. I am willing to release so and so. As silly as this may sound, it helps to set an intention to move on and there is so much power in setting an intention. The tenth and final step is to practice self-care and self-responsibility. The final key to moving on is returning to things such as they were. This not only refers to work or school, but our regular routine as well. It's important to remember that healing isn't linear. The pain will knock on the door from time to time at very inconvenient hours of the day. And that's okay. Allow the pain to visit and then go. Eventually, with time, the pain will cease to visit us. Eventually, our almost love will be but a distant memory. If you need sound advice on matters of the heart or life, or if you'd like one-on-one -on -one coaching, click the link in the description to book a session with me. If you'd like to win a free coaching call with me, or follow me on whatever platform you're listening from, take a screenshot, follow me on either Twitter or Instagram and DM me that very same screenshot. I do a giveaway every month, so don't be discouraged if you don't win. You will automatically be entered into next month's draw, and who knows, you just might win that one.
if you'd simply like to support this podcast and see it grow, then please share this episode with a friend. Hit follow on whatever platform you're listening from and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday. All right, beloved. And until the next episode, ciao for now. Thank you.